Hey there, it's me, your friend Chase. I got a thought. Whether you are an entrepreneur or a painter or a model airplane builder or, <laughs> or anything in between, anything like a creator or an entrepreneur, I promise there is some meetup, some club or a trade group for you. Human beings, we actually love to organize around shared interests and passions. And it turns out that's helpful, right? Check these opportunities out in the world. Find things like this and join them. Talk to people that you meet there. Here's why. Because it's valuable. It's valuable for you, them, and a rising tide floats all boats. Right? So let's say you take my advice and you do go to a conference, go to a meetup. I'm telling you, you can find these things really easily online or through talking to other people online about what they do in person. So let's say you get the courage and you go there. You take my advice. Standing in a corner may be less scary, but that is not going to help embed you in this community that you seek to be a part of in any sort of meaningful way, right? So there's no value there. So going there and just, you know, being a wallflower, not helpful. Going there and participating. There's something actually extremely powerful about getting together in person, eyeball to eyeball. If you have social anxiety, maybe, and you need some help coming out of your shell in these group situations, I get it. That's okay. Know that this is a process, but your sort of willingness to participate in this process or your hesitation, this is not a license to ignore this suggestion. Instead, I want you to use this info in today's micro show Use this awareness to develop new skills that are going to help you go over, around, or through this obstacle, whether it's real or imagined, the psychological obstacle you have about getting together in person. Like maybe it's just a, a narrative that you've told yourself since the pandemic. I'm telling you, you got to get over, through, or around it. Again, real life participation isn't just helpful, it's key. Now, this is not just a pitch, today's show, that is, it's not just a pitch for getting together in person. It's also a pitch for, you know, engaging digitally, but I want to give you some feedback on participating digitally that I've noticed in my community, my own feeds, and specifically as a trend out there in the world. Engaging digitally is super valuable. Don't get me wrong. Just don't use it as a crutch to avoid social interaction altogether or this social aspect of your professional, I'll call it your business community. Right? Of course, use social media to follow the top names in your field and, and your friends who are also doing similar work that you are. But don't hesitate to jump in and join the conversation. This sort of like just, you know, wallflower, this gazing, looking at, the, at this sort of stuff that's coming across your phone but not doing anything, the value principle for you goes way down if that's the case. Jumping in and joining the conversation, however, leaving a thoughtful comment or a question that adds to the conversation always goes way further than a like or an emoji. Trust me on this one. This is actually a really easy win, and it's a huge opportunity to expand your network at virtually no cost other than a few minutes of your time each day, especially if you can uh, articulate to yourself, I'm going to do this work, and it is work. Rather than mindlessly scrolling, I'm going to engage with my community, this set of peers each day, and I'm going to do it for 10 minutes, right? If you can outline a few minutes each day to do this, it will benefit. You might have the feeling that you are 
in doing this, some anonymous blip among lots of others, but a vast majority of people who do this stuff, who are on social media or other places, online communities, they actually don't contribute anything. So the simple act of you dedicating a few minutes time and actually trying to add to the conversation, doing more than a like or an emoji is critical. Thoughtful, helpful comments actually do get noticed. Even if the time doesn't permit the person to respond, who, whoever owns that conversation or started it, the key is to actually add value over and over and over. And specifically over time, they will take notice. You will add value to the conversation. And maybe the person whose feed it is as a notice, but other people in this community actually do. So not only does your participation add value to the community, you will actually receive a ton of value as well by carefully following the conversation, especially if you can join and participate in conversations of other smart players in your space, whatever space that might be. Now, I've met actually hundreds of people this way, including people that I call my friends to this day, right? Each one of them was right where you are now. They started commenting and sharing my posts. They contributed to a discussion in some way on a regular basis. They responded to my email newsletter for whatever, and I read these even though I hadn't met them. I started to feel as though I knew them, right? You'd, you'd oh, I, I recognize your online handle. I see it, right? And eventually, I would run into one of these folks in my digital online community. I'd run into them face to face in an event somewhere, and I'd say they, you know, they would introduce themselves. Hey, I'm so and so from the internet. You know, it's nice to finally meet you in person. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I hear this familiar username, and I know exactly who they are. And then, you know, I have a bunch of enthusiasm to finally meet them face to face. And I'm like, I, I totally know who you are. Thank you for being a part of this for so long. First of all, this is an amazing icebreaker. And, you know, I know you've been participating and adding value in my community for a long time. And in fact, I've done the same to other people I admire and had that same experience when we finally meet in person. They're like, oh, no way. Oh, this is amazing. Right. It's the start in many cases of an interesting friendship or perhaps an inspiring collaboration or something that will manifest and grow over years. The point here is it's sustained effort over time digitally. So all of this to say, the way you become interesting to your community is by showing that you are interested. You wanna join some scene? Figure out where that scene is, both online and offline. And then show up there as much as you can. Now, if you had been a writer or an artist or an intellectual in, say, the 50s, you would have probably moved to Paris and spent all of your free time at Le Dumago, uh, the legendary cafe in Saint-Germain-de-Prés. And there you would have rubbed elbows with the likes of Simone de Beauvoir or Jean Passart. They might have not granted you a seat at that table at first, but I'm telling you, if you had hung around long enough, you would eventually have become a part of that scene yourself. This is the part where it's a little bit of a head scratcher, right? Because this stuff, what I'm sharing in today's micro show, this is not rocket science. You know this, but do you know it like with a capital K? Do you know it in your bones? I think it is fair to say that we think we know it at some point or another and that it changes over time. So I don't want you, in turn, to fall for the romantic notion and spend your time when you're, where your heroes hung out back when they were starting out. I, I would say that's more being a tourist. Your community, the one that you are interested in, we would 
find valuable to be a part of and could potentially add value to, that is always moving, right? It is evolving and growing and you need to go wherever this scene is now. Sometimes this community moves on to TikTok, for example, or it might gravitate to you know, a particular YouTube or a YouTube channel that you, you all like and follow. Your job is to know this, to evolve and go where the scene is now. To be a part of something, you have to be there, right? You have to show up. Now, of course, geography isn't as important as it once was, but there's still no good substitute for meeting other creators in person. This online part, valuable. Meeting in person, valuable. Even medium-sized cities can support vibrant artistic communities, right? Whatever size town you're in, help it grow. If there isn't something, you know, in your area of interest or your your creative, you know, heartbeat or the, your entrepreneurial journey, your mission, if there isn't one, build one, right? Start by helping other people make stuff. Volunteer your skills. Be willing to do what it takes and get karma flowing, right? This, again, is true digitally and in person. You will learn quickly by being in a community. And eventually, you'll help build the foundation of a more vibrant creative ecosystem for all of us, which in turn will support your own work. You see where I'm going with this, right? Building community, despite what you may think, it sounds like a chore, but it's actually a creative act in and of itself. You cannot sustain long-term success without a healthy and a supportive community that will advocate for your work and support you through obstacles that we all face as creators. Show up, do your part, add value to others, and you will get value in return. Now, I'm recording this show here heading into the holidays, and it has made me think a little bit about another series of questions that I received in my text community. What about friends and family? How should we think about that, them in this equation? Are they you know, valuable parts of our community? Should we avoid them like the plague? Here's what I'm thinking. Of course, you know, all this discussion about finding community leaves out historically this important fact, but the people that we live with, our friends, our family, those who we're closest to, it's time to start looking at your relationship with the communities that you're born into, right? It's time to start looking at your relationship with the, the people you grew up with or grow up with or, or that you're developing with now in a, in a professional capacity, right? Let's take your friends, for example. You know as well as I do that some people in our lives discourage us and weigh us down, right, with doubt and cynicism. And God, if there's one thing I can't stand, you've probably heard me talk about this before, it's cynicism, right? That stuff is poison. I have no room for that in my life, and I don't think you should either. Cynics expect the worst of everyone, and they predict failure around every corner, and it becomes this weird, awkward really disappointing self-fulfilling prophecy. If we need rocket fuel for our dreams to achieve, you know, escape velocity from the the earth's gravity, the cynics in our lives turn on the fire suppression system, right? They keep us trapped here on the planet. It's an outrage to me that so many of us tolerate this hostility and the negativity of what are supposedly our friends, right? And they 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 cloak it in trying to be honest with you. I'm saying stop tolerating that cynicism. Stop dealing or managing this doubt from your so-called friends, right? You need to tell them straight up, hey, this is the new me. This is my mission. This is where I'm going. 
Sure, I'm going to fall down and make some mistakes along the way, but I'm going to get back up again and again and again until I've made my thing a reality, my vision, right? And when I'm done doing that, I'll be on to the next one. I've got room in my life for people who are on board and cheerleaders and believers. And if you can play a part of that role in any one of those things, great. Grab your pom-poms, bud. Wet blankets, though, y'all need to go back in the drawer and grow some mildew. And hey, some of these folks might not get the picture. And if they don't, make new friends. This is your permission. To achieve your full potential as a creator, you've got to be willing to put yourself out there, to make yourself vulnerable, and to explore life in all of its messiness, right? And these toxic relationships, they make personal exploration, personal growth next to impossible. They're insidious. Remember that the resistance you experience from others is directly proportional to how deeply they've stamped out their own creative sparks. The more you try and change, the harder they'll push back, probably because you're reminding them of everything their limiting beliefs prevented them from doing themselves. The thing is, you don't have the spare time or the energy to reawaken anybody else's creativity, right? You are on your own path now and you've got your own work cut out for you. This is a huge challenge for most folks. One of the reasons I wanted to talk about sort of this, the concept of community, the, the participation part, online, digitally, great, but we are so close to so many other people on this planet that this, like our friends, our family, it becomes a huge challenge for a lot of creators. Most of them who are newer to this or who are, are starting some new adventure, you know, just as we start going out on a limb, we begin to see with this clarity how the people we've chosen as friends are trying really hard to pull us out of our tree or not, right? Do you really want to live by a new set of standards? If so, befriend people who are already living by the standards that you seek. All right, so you can choose new friends and meet new peers in your creative community, but what about the family part, Chase? I, I knew, I saved this for last because I knew you would be hanging on by, you know, the seat of your pants here or sitting on the edge of your chair, rather. What about family? In a perfect world, each and every one of your relatives would wholeheartedly and enthusiastically, you know, know about, approve, support your, your, your either new or renewed creative interests. If some or all of them don't get on board, however, cutting them out of your life is not really an easy option. It's, it's possible, but it's not an, an easy option or certainly maybe not a healthy one right off the bat. The people in your family are an important part of your journey. I admit it. I recognize that. And you don't want to leave them behind. So in this case, do what you can to bring them along instead. Great. Tell me how, Chase. Here's how. Instead of telling them about what you're going to do and how it's going to get going or, or where you're going to take this big new adventure, how about you focus on showing them? How about you do the work first, whether they pat you on the back or not? right? Get up before your family does and go to work at your drawing table. When they wake up, they'll see that you're there every day or day after day or whatever, every night or early in the morning. You walk out of your office, you've been drawing, you walk out of your studio in the little corner in the basement, you've been building, your family will notice, right? When they wake up after you've been down there in the morning, day after day, they see this, this factor of demonstrating your passion and commitment rather than talking about it, super powerful make progress. So in, you know, if you're a writer, you'll, this will resonate. You've heard show, don't tell. That's the case here. That's my prescription. The people who love you are far more likely to be convinced about all these big visions or dreams that you have after 
they've seen these new behaviors in action, right? After they see you declare by your actions what it is that you intend to do. I believe that once your family sees the positive effects of these these passion projects, this unleashed creativity, the new business you want to build, the what the new, you know, book that you're writing, once they see this unleashed creativity and they see the the impact that that has on your mental, your emotional, your physical well-being, I think this is a massive tipping point for them actually coming on board. If not, and I want to acknowledge this could be true, it's time to have a tough conversation, right? And when you have that conversation, lead with love and humility, and above all else, be honest. Hey, look, this, you know, dear fill in the blank, blank, wife, husband, friend, partner, sister, brother, this is something that I need to do to be happy, right? I'm pursuing my creative calling. I would love your support. Not required, but I'm doing this. Please do your part to get on board. So again, think back to online and digital participation. You know all about, you know, I've talked at length in this show and others about how to work in and around your creative communities, the people, you know, who you want to aspire to work more with or that you are working with. But I wanted to add this little personal touch to, around friends and family because, again, I'm heading into the holiday season here when recording this or you're probably just coming out of it. You may be establishing some new habits or setting new goals and sites and you know, this friends and family thing, it can either, you know, work for you or sometimes against you. So I thought it was interesting and valuable to just add a little tidbit here to today's micro show. So collaborators and, and peers are a miraculous source of strength and support for us, right? Accepting that support is not a sign of weakness either. It is a profound human strength. If you can, if you see sense or whatever, the collaborators rallying around you, your ability to accept that, you know, support, that energy is a strength. Once you have joined your creative communities and you established healthy relationships with people who will support you on your journey, it's time to then start thinking about another critical community, the audience that you will build around your work. I don't want to put the cart before the horse because I think people have, having people close and around you know what you're doing and working on is great. Stand by for a future show where we do start to talk more about the audience that you will build around your work. For now, digest today's micro show. I'm around if you want to ask me any questions or follow-ups on the socials or in the text community. And until next time, I hope this helps and I hope you have an amazing day. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All of that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together.